Hi Keto Sisters, I'm Brenda and I'm Christina and we are the Keto okay, Sisters so we're back. and this, this is the Keto Sisters again. podcast. I get pointed at here from Christina. <laughs> go, go, go. Um, yeah, talk quick. Okay, so we're back this week um, and we are continuing on from our conversation last week um, where we were it's talking like, about talk, spiraling talk. and um, I suppose just total carb out and things like that so to get back on track we've been looking at well I suppose when uh, that's a rough scene has been back on track for since forever <laughs> but um yeah we've been looking at also the role that personal development um takes you know emotional and things <laughs> like that uh, mental um as opposed to you know just literally physical and what you're eating and things like that mm. and what we can do to replace that need for um comfort food we'll stop saying um <laughs> uh yeah so what we <laughs> so we're going to talk about that this evening um and get stuck in mhm <laughs> Yeah, I think we did touch on this before, talking about what kind of comforts can replace comfort food. But I think that what we've been kind of working on the last few weeks and months, especially me, um, is more of a holistic approach. So I've been doing a lot of self-development over the last few months. And it started with, as always, a book somebody gave me that was completely unrelated to a kind of emotional health and it was basically how to uh properly manage your money in terms of as a woman and a business owner how to accept money that comes to you and how to ask to be paid for things and you know just kind of learning things that you don't learn in school unfortunately and one of the big parts of that book was learning to understand where you're sabotaging yourself because self-sabotage is huge for women and I was able to apply it to absolutely every facet of my life beyond the money thing and it just opened this massive can of worms for me and I think I spent like two weeks it just completely immersed in this book I actually got it on Audible and I've listened to it probably six or seven times now. And I've also bought the physical book. I'm reluctant to say what it is really because it, if you are not kind of aware of the law of attraction or anything like that, you might think it's a bit woo-woo. But this book is called Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. And it's basically teaching women how to open themselves really to accepting money for the for the business they run so it was recommended to me by actually by my business coach and she said it's going to be really helpful for you even if you don't believe in the law of attraction the exercises that she goes through in this book are really really helpful for finding out where you're sabotaging yourself but oh my goodness the things I discovered about myself through this book uh, about the kind of self-sabotage I have that goes way beyond work and I was able to identify immediately how I was sabotaging myself 
in terms of what I was eating. And I saw this recurrent pattern where yeah. every three yeah. to four weeks no, I was that, having that a kind is of it. A, like women do so yeah, I'm doing really well. Time to sabotage yourself. It's, it's always because we be have been put down as the second citizen, so to speak, um, and the underdog, constantly the underdog in all aspects of life. And that anything that we have to do, we have to really work at it. And I'm not saying, oh my God, I have to work at that. I mean, we face barriers um, that men don't. Yeah. And an awful lot of those barriers we put up ourselves, um, particularly suffering with imposter syndrome and things like that. And, you know, something that I've been going through myself a lot lately, um, not feeling good enough, not feeling that mm-hmm. you actually do fit the bill in certain circumstances with work and Mm. things like that and basically you know maybe even in a hobby but yeah it's a constant struggle it's a constant fight and I think that's why we always find our happiness at the bottom of a carved bowl sorry at the bottom of a carved bowl (laughs) Mm <laughs> absolutely it's the that that thing about numbing the feelings that that we all do with the carbs and i know that you know we we grew up in the 80s and 90s in ireland and you know ireland in itself is a very hard working kind of everybody working and paying the bills kind of environment and self-care yeah, yeah. and self-development was, was seen as oh yeah i was just gonna say it was a selfish or a weak thing it was to do or you know a woman a women that's a women's thing, thing. only women that's do the message things like we that. got from these kind but of things. i think you know primarily most of the women i've met in business that do these holistic approaches to things it, well sorry most of the people i've met in business that do the holistic approach are women because i think women realize the importance and i think the one thing men don't have going for them is the ability to to relax, let go and realize that this is not a sissy thing to do, that self-care, you know, mentally and physically is really important. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, get getting to understand why we do things, why we comfort eat even is is really really important to be able to control it. And one of the things that I was able to understand what I was doing through this book, which obviously had nothing to do with food, it was all to do with money, but I was still able to apply it. Uh, was that yeah? When I had a feeling that was making me uncomfortable. I was almost panicking (laughs) and getting anxious, which of course exacerbates if if you're already anxious, you get anxious about your anxiety. I mean, it's it's, it's a shit storm, excuse the French. Um, So you tend to spiral. So I realized that I I, I understood that I comforted. Okay, I've understood that for a very long time. Yeah. But actually just being able to realize that it's simply because nobody ever taught me how to deal with feelings and that's what it came down to we don't learn how to feel our feelings because we're comforted by our parents because they don't want us to feel bad 
And school just teaches us how to be cogs in a machine and That's regurgitate exactly information. When the, There's no actual life for me, skills it's, taught. Um, so as a adults, recent realization that you know, from you going through all of these self development, and now you're passing it all on to me, it is looking at and realizing that it it's not actually your fault that you know you've you've kind of come to this this junction in your life where you, you kind of have to make these decisions and you don't realize well if I make the decision now it's going to be a lot easier in the long run and if I make the decision then action it and do it and that's my problem my problem is always been like I'll just push it down the road push it down till it actually becomes a really painful pain yeah. point um you know that you know it's kind of like it's dealing with a catastrophe as opposed to just dealing with a decision and that's how i spiral and that's you know and it can be really difficult to get out of because you know if you're spiraling from outside things that you didn't deal with you're going to internalize you know you're going to internalize it and then you're going to turn to something for comfort and that's that is definitely going to be food beyond a shadow of a doubt Yep. Yeah, and and what you we le- need to learn to do, and what I think we've been really good at learning to do over the last few weeks and months is recognizing it immediately, and asking ourselves very important questions like, what am I sacrificing if I don't make this decision now? What what long term goal am I satis- am I sacrificing if if I choose to do it this way? And yes. I think for me, one of the biggest realizations was that I can decide how life happens instead of letting life happen to me, and that was just mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. I don't have to go through every day yeah. waiting for things to happen. I and if something does happen absolutely on me how I decide to let that affect me and I never realized that we could decide that and the the sentence I think that that struck me the most in everything that I've read over the last few weeks and months is that we are meaning creatures and we feel the need to give meaning to everything but the upside to that is we get to decide the meaning we put on it so when something That's, bad happens, we actually make a decision yeah. to focus on that or to yeah. focus on something and else. The one thing and that forget I have about the bad that thing. is so and that, true. And that, it's, it's so whole, simple. It's you know, such a simple if concept. If you keep doing the same thing, you do, you're going to get the same that. results every time. You need to change what you're doing to, to change the results. And that to me, like, like you were saying, I've always let life happen to me. I've never kind of, you know, I've always pushed things push things away push things away like you know, hoping that it just goes away and it doesn't like you know you have to deal with it you have to face it and I think it is it's the short-term yep. pain for the long-term gain you know it, it is making those hard decisions and then acting on those decisions Yeah, absolutely. And we've been reading together, we've been reading the same book at the same time, actually, which is Unleash the Power Within by Tony Robbins. And obviously, Tony Robbins is one of the greatest yeah. self-development gurus yeah. in the world, possibly ever. Um, and it's just so much to learn from him. And, and the book is, it's a huge chunk to, to bite off and you have to take yes. it slowly. 
Yeah. But one of the things that he talks about very, very early in that book is how to change your perspective by changing what you associate with pain and pleasure. So before I would have, and I've talked about this before, I would have associated the feeling of deprivation as a huge pain, an absolute huge pain. And I would have done, done and as he says, we go to great lengths to avoid pain at the sacrifice of long-term pleasure because we want to avoid the pain. So what I had to learn to do was to associate having carbs with a lot more pain than the pleasure of avoiding the feelings of discomfort. Um, so that was huge for me and it's made a huge difference. So I've, I've been six, seven weeks now, strict, strict, strict keto, no more no, than 20 grams eat all of the carbs, carbs a day. Yeah. And let's, even today, yeah, let's walk I, by I all that lovely fresh bread when I was a little bit hungry. <laughs> And that voice came into my head about, hmm, let's go check out the carbs to see if I can. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And actually, I, I stopped myself. I was in the produce section and I said to myself, think about what you at your goal weigh. You as this 65 kilogram slim woman would she go over yeah. to the bread and it was no absolutely not because the pleasure i feel at the thought of being at my go way far too good far far too good so i just walked away and that it, it has gone yeah. from being a huge internal struggle yeah definitely to I, actually quite I, an, an easy this process um, earlier an easy than decision christina to make, anyway christina's done a lot of work on this just a revelation um, and is passing it all on to me but definitely even the first few pages of tony robbins book um has just that whole kind of telling you you know kind of explaining to you mm. about the decisions that you make and the pain and the pleasure but also it's one thing to make a decision, but it's another thing to actually act on it. So you got to say, no, I'm not going to go over to the bread while you're slowly walking over towards the bread aisle. Like, you know, I know it's not that simple, but, you know, you need to be able to go, no, I'm not going to do it. And yes. then turn around and walk away. And that's an action you've taken based on one of your decisions. So I've been <laughs> trying this out over, the, I'd say it's only been a couple of weeks for me. So I've been trying this out just baby steps every day sitting down and consciously making a decision that I would put off and then making an action out of it and just at the end of the day it's that little bit of satisfaction and then there's no need I think um if you push things away and it's constantly in the back of your mind then you're looking for other ways to push it away with comfort and for me it's always been the food or you know kind of something else rather than dealing with the issues so, you know, that it's it's a big thing. So I think it's a big thing to to realise that there's a lot mm-hmm. more um to to food than, you know, just putting it in your mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Food has been uh, very much a source of comfort to us both for a very long time and learning to deal with first of all the emotions and learning how to sift through them and compartmentalize them has been huge for me and this is this is just something that came out of and as this these things usually happen with with this recommended book 
has opened up so much more to me. So I have completely changed my routine. Um, I want to start the day off in in a good way. So I start off in the morning with a gratitude list. It takes five minutes just to jot down a few things that I'm really grateful for. And it puts me in a good mood for the rest of the day. And then I literally spend te- just 10 minutes doing a quick meditation and I'm ready to get started. And I feel already that even if I have loads to do, even if my to-do list is full, things are a bit hectic, I still feel like I'm in such a, a good energy that I can deal with it. And of course, it, it, things still happen. You know, yesterday I had a complete meltdown. <laughs> yesterday I had a complete freak out. But actually, it took me about 10-15 minutes to kind of decompartmentalize it and just break it down, ask myself some important questions. And that's another thing that Tony Robbins talks about, the quality of the questions you ask yourself. Because things like, why does this happen to me? Why do I always do this? Why do, does these things always happen? He said, these are questions that will never be answered. So instead of saying, why does this always happen to me? You can ask yourself, well, what can I do? What action can I take to change this to make it better? And just changing the quality questions that I, I ask myself has completely changed how I think. Yeah, absolutely. I always feel that question of, oh, why does this always happen to me? You know, it's like, why do things always happen to me? Or, you know, yeah. it, it actually probably even escalates the thing that has happened you know it, it you're probably making it worse than it actually yeah. is whereas you can go all right well it's happened so is it fixable yeah okay let's move on you know it's really like it's not that simple I know it's not and the mm. words are much easier than actions but even like you say changing your inner monologue just means so much like I'm still in the process of doing it and I still have bad days and you know it's 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 not easy I don't think we ever stop I don't I don't think we ever stop really needing to work on ourselves and and I think it's it's great that the younger generation are very much into self-development self-understanding self-care mm. everything that goes with it I I just think that it, it, you're an ongoing project and as you grow as you get older you grow and you yeah. change and, and your opinions change and the way you work changes you know I, I hope that in in three or four years my business is completely different which means that I'm I'm going to need to roll with those punches and I'm going to need to change who I am in in terms of the way I interact with people you know and, and things will change and I will need to yeah keep up with with those changes by learning how to manage them and it's something that I really firmly believe kids should be taught how to do in school as part of their education they should be taught how to deal with feelings how to talk to themselves instead of just letting their brain as you said that inner monologue instead of letting that inner monologue take over and spiral they should be taught how to stop it and ask themselves yeah. valuable questions. Yeah. 
yeah I totally agree and I do think that there is an awful lot more mindless mindless <laughs> mindfulness mindless <laughs> mindfulness um available to kids nowadays you know you can see the 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 apps that they have to help them you know and I have yeah. actually seen uh, issues like spiraling and things like that in cartoons on the television and you know kind of it's a little bit better I think for Mm. kind of the next generations coming up you know because it was never something that was talked about particularly I think I don't know Irish people are really bad at it like you know you just don't talk about your feelings you just you know it's like oh you know oh what you yeah. cry baby or you know it's 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 really difficult um to, to kind of get over that but I do think there's an awful lot more for the younger children now coming up I think because we're becoming more aware of how important it is yeah, I think it's it's gone beyond seen as being self-indulgent and it's now something that's accepted as necessary for us to be able to function as well-adjusted, balanced humans. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, look, um what we'll do is we'll put a we'll put a, a, a maybe just a small list of some of the books um with the the notes and up on the blog as well just if you want to get started um just some light reading maybe yeah. <laughs> you'll laugh when you see what I mean by light reading <laughs> particularly Tony Robbins book <laughs> yeah it's not easy but you know it's it's a start yeah great chatting to you Chris and as always um to our listeners anything you want to hear us talk about just uh drop us a message either over social media Facebook Instagram um, or even just a little comment on the blog or an email. You can drop us an email too. Um, and let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. Wonderful. Thank you everybody for listening. And we'll speak to you again soon. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to support us, you can head on over to Patreon or alternatively, you can buy us a cup of tea by using the link in the show notes. Also, don't forget to check our blog for regular updates. So until next time, keto on, keto sisters.